the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. I left my cigar in the other room, McBeth. I hate that. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. Shutdown, shutdown, shutdown. Is it really? Is it really a shutdown? I just went through TSA, Macbeth. And you know what? They had their Gaddafi costumes on. They were as useless and as obstructionist as ever. They made me take out my little computer. They made me take my shoes off, put my jack. Everything seemed to be working. And for the first time, they're going to get a big, big check at the end because everybody who is supposedly laid off gets paid. It's a forced savings account. And you know, I just turned on the Drudge Report. Oh, he found the cigar. You are the man. I just put on the Drudge Report, and you know what it says? 30 Democrat Congress people and senators, 30, are in Puerto Rico. And guess who they're with? They're not with their families. They're with 109 lobbyists. So they're having a party. And guess who's making all the money? The DNC and the GOP. Because this is the time they go back to their little pretend offices with their phony baloney jobs, and they call all of the people who they've got on the arm, and they say, this is terrible. We've got solutions to solve. We've got to come up with bipartisanship, and we're going to need your your input. And what they mean by that is your check. So this is going to be the greatest fundraising year for political parties in the history of America. And you know what? It only makes me wish I owned a strip joint in Puerto Rico. 109 lobbyists are taking out 30 political prostitutes to show them a good time. And you know what? They went to go see Hamilton with the guy who uh, wrote Hamilton. His name escapes me. You know his name. I know you do. You know everything. What's his Uh, name? I think it's Manuel... Something like that. Something. And they got him in his costume, and he's waving the Puerto Rican flag. And I said, I was watching it this morning, I said... It just offsets me. So we got the Hamilton waving the Puerto Rican flag to a bunch of congressmen and senators during a shutdown with the lobbyists that bought their tickets, and they're all cheering. It's bizarro world, baby. It's outrageous to me, and I'll tell you what. One of the other things that's outrageous to me is the fact that the reporters on all of the Sunday shows and even little Georgie Stephanopoulos, they talk about this shutdown. And they're not focusing on what's happening during the shutdown. And in my humble opinion, a guy who argues with Donald Trump on his economic policy on virtually every front, I think Trump is winning and winning big. 
Because he's not only taking a guy like me who says, you know what, I don't agree with Trump trade or Trumponomics. I don't agree with infrastructure spending. I don't agree with the subsidies to farmers. I don't agree with any of the nonsense. But in this particular instance, you've got reality on your side. And the reality is, this is something that Congress has not done since Simpson and Mazzoli, which solved all of it. Do you know when that Simpson and Mazzoli, but I'm a big fan of that because, number one, I, I graduated high school in 86. You were in pre-K, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yes, kindergarten. Kindergarten, which is even worse. And um, it was a bill where Ronald Reagan gave amnesty to the illegal aliens that were here. And what happened was all of the things that would have prevented the misuse and abuse of our welfare system and of our occupations were all solved in that bill. And you know what they did? Fat Tip O'Neill, he didn't just clean out his belly button for once a month like he normally does. He put his feet up on the desk and they implemented zero of what they were supposed to do in form in, in the form of law, in the form of solving the problems. Because of what Nine-Fingered Rahm Emanuel said on George Stephanopoulos' show last week, why solve the problem? When you can have the issue. And every once in a while, one of these uh, Chicago Democrat mafia members tells you what he's really thinking. So um, I think, McBathin, we differ on this. I think Trump is winning. And I will put into into uh, evidence that, I believe it was California where that policeman was killed, wasn't it? The uh, California, uh, the, the policeman who was killed by the illegal alien? In California or San Antonio? It's a heart-wrenching. San Diego, maybe? Yeah. His, well, it's California. His brother came on, and it was just heart-wrenching. And the reality of how our lives are touched by, by this real flaw in our law, where they just can, where politicians can pick and choose what they want to implement and not implement it, and it hurts the citizens. Now, it's citizens of both parties. So as I go through TSA, I'm minding my own business, standing in line, and I say, man, you know it doesn't really make a difference whether they're the shutdown. These guys are getting paid. And a TSA agent wa- is walking past me, Macbeth. And you know what he says to me? I'm kind of looking forward to that big check. So it's not impacting the real people the way the politicians and the propagandists would have you believe. And why is that different than anything? Because the reality is they live in an alternative universe. They really do think that we, The citizens of America cannot get along without this 18% of bureaucrats that are put off or moreover without these overlords in Washington pretending to do jobs. Because the reality is, Macbeth, even when they say it's not shut down, it's useless. It doesn't work. These are bureaucrats wasting time. These are speed bump positions and 18% of the government being shut down means absolutely zero to 98% of America. So stay home, save us all money. Because you know what I do like? The farmers and the subsidies, none of that goes out. They can't implement the one thing Trump and the Democrats agree on, which is over a trillion dollars in phony baloney spending to mobbed up construction guys pretending to have infrastructure. So I say winner, winner, chicken dinner. Stay shut down forever. What do you think of that, Macbeth? Not a popular opinion. Well, yeah, certain things that would be fine, certain things that wouldn't. All right, let's. Uh, we got a call already. Uh, and by the way, if you want to participate in the show, 312-642-5600. Let's go to our regular guy with a Hawaiian shirt and a dyed mustache. Jim, South Elgin, how are you, buddy? 
I'm good. Well, I ain't sure but the mustache isn't tight. <laughs> All right. Sure, I know. It's anyway, a real happy bike. New Year to you, and I oh, uh, okay. hope you had a good uh, Christmas season, uh, Christmas holiday, and New Year's and things. Well, you know um, why you know why it was good, Jim. I just got back. I was telling McBeth in the in the other studio. I you know you know I go down to Florida. I sell real estate there, and I you know it's right. har- it's harder and harder to come back. And the idea that now we have Jelly Belly Pritzker getting sworn in, he's taking over, <laughs> and now now the money's really going to flow, and the taxes are really. It's so hard to come back. But one thing I have to recognize is the difference in in the feel in the vibe. Of South Florida. I was on both coasts this last week, and you know, I take guys from here and we sell real estate to them down there, investment real estate, and, and in some cases they're just moving. I've got like four guys that are, by the way, one's a lawyer with a big company, just moving. Said, forget about it, I'm not even going back. And you see that right. the, the energy in that real estate market, how when I go to show a property, there's 10 cards, there's contracts. I call up, hey, we're going to be putting an offer in. Well, you better hurry, we're about to take one. Just the difference in the, in the real estate market, you come back here where I know. It's nothing. It's the, how about right. the commercial real estate? It's, it's vacant, baby. I don't know how much. Right. I'd like to be selling the signs that says vacancy. That's all you see. That's a good racket. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Or how about selling uh, uh, time for the moving trucks leaving uh, space and moving trucks leaving out of the state? And you know what's <laughs> funny? I went. I stopped at the cigar store today, and uh, you know, Dan Dan was there, and he was taking you know taking full advantage yeah. of the fact that I stayed in his place, and I you know I did I didn't pay him. You know, but I. Why would you? Yeah, so he's you know he's got cigars, baskets full of cigars, and he's got the clicker, and he's forcing me to watch men in costumes like chasing the balls. Sopranos when they uh, were hanging out at his buddy's store. But one of our buddies yeah. came in, and he was showing about these athletes who bought these mansions all over the state, and how they're losing millions, Jim, millions. And I'm not just talking oh, about Erlacher. They, they, Erlacher yeah. lost a cool 1.4 million, and he was lucky to do so. There's, you know, I, I I'm not a sports guy. I would tell you their names. I can't remember them. There's some baseball guy just lost a million five, and how these this higher echelon of our society, also known as the Rauner Pritzker contributors, and and the ones who thought Rahm Emanuel was a conservative, how they're getting their derrieres handed to them in the real estate market, and I say. Good for you, because you're the son of a guns that thought you were going to make money on these scoundrels. So Pritzker, Pritzker takes the dogs and his wife, and they leave the governor's mansion tonight. See what I did there? And then now Jelly Belly comes in. He, I'm sure he's got the total gym. He's going to move right in the, ma- in the, in yeah. the mansion. And they're going to be uh, same thing as the old thing, only we're going to tax more. We've, That's the only difference. We've got a minute left. Let's get to Jim's point right. since right, we got him on Go ahead, phone. Jim. Well, I had a quick question. I was talking to some uh, liberal friends at a different radio station. And I brought up how much money spent per pupil in the Chicago public school system. Sixteen thousand. And I yeah, it's right around. Well, there. I said between fifteen and twenty. You're wow, your facts aren't correct. No, it's sixteen. So could eight. you? Well, there's two numbers. Send me some information where I can come. I'm call back next week. CPS. There's two numbers, Jim. I'll send it to you. There's two numbers uh, that they they use. One is around ten thousand, which is individual spending. That's just classwork stuff that's just uh, student. Then there's operating budget, right. which is right around 16. Well, that's yeah. okay, because we got Rauner on Flannery fired up. He said he's a success. Oh, yeah, We're yeah. doing good. We got school choice now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd like to know what color the well, sky is in this idiot's world. Thanks for the call. We'll be back after this. 312-642-5600. Yes, thank you, Jim, for calling from the Basilica. <laughs> It's the Liberty Hour 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows. All right, I was going to save the local stuff for the last, you know, half hour, but oh, why? I've got one of my favorite no, callers that, on the that line. That insinuates that you have a plan for your show. Yeah, why would we have a plan? Now? Ruin your reputation. I haven't had a plan ever. Let's go to Mike in Plano. Mike, how are you, buddy? You have an interesting in the subject matter. I'm curious to know what you're going to say. Yeah, I called you last week about Underwood, and uh, on the local radio station out here on Friday, Jim Oberweiss announced he's thinking of getting in. Now, I've only followed politics a few years. I don't know Oberweiss very well, but to me, he just fits the, de- the he fits the description of a stereotypical Republican. You know, the old oh. fat white guy, the new yeah. Gingrich or uh, Denny Hatcher hey. type. Yeah, but hold I on, he resemble that kind Wait a minute, I've met Jim Oberweiss, and he's heterosexual, so he throws off the Illinois GOP. Quite a bit. Yeah, so I like Jim, but he's been, listen, here's the reality. Jim's kind of a smart guy. Um, He's smart enough to know that you don't open any more businesses in Illinois. His entire business plan now is about going to different states. His, um, I believe it's his wife that she spends the majority of her time in Naples, Florida. Um, He's got one foot on his way out, too, because he realizes, listen, here's the thing, Mike. You know what the sad part is? And I was having this discussion with my wife and her family. We went over to the house last night. It's, we are done, brother. Why do you think, you know, I was laughing uh, last week. We did the thing on uh, Mike Madigan running a commercial. Why do you think they're running a commercial? Because they know that the, really the people who are aware, like you said, you're paying attention to politics the last few years. That's all you need. Last few years is all you need to realize it's the last 50 years that has doomed Illinois. And I don't just mean the corruption and the nonsense with the phony contracts. That's part of it. But it's the entire platform of the Illinois Democrat is complete and utter failure. It's an alternative reality. They do not have one position or one policy that works the way they sell it or that doesn't bankrupt Illinoisans. And the, and the Illinois Republicans' answer to that is nothing. They're void. Their answer is drug sales and more casinos, of which, by the way, they like to be in control of who gets those licenses. So they're just a different version of better-dressed crime versus the De- Chicago Democrat with the loose suits. That's all it is. So this, Hey, Sean. Yeah, yeah listen. Uh, I, am I still on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on. Buddy. No. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I just want to say real quick, Sean, you know, I, when I first started listening, I got into politics because of Trump. So I was a big Trump Republican, and yeah. I, I couldn't stand you when you were calling into stations and trashing Trump. But after two years of Trump, and I, I hope this happens with millions of his followers, I'm no longer in awe of Trump anymore. So I am more about policies, principles, yeah, and always- I agree with you more. Than Trump. So in places like Chicagoland, where he's not that popular, the only opposition to the machine is Liberty Republicans. I love so this guy. There's yeah. definitely a place for you in this thank party, you. Sean. Can and I, I say something, Mike? People like you that stand up. All right, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Guys. I've been taking a lot of heat, brother. You have no idea. Let me ask Go you, ahead. Mike. You say you got into politics, and I, you probably watched politics, but you get more interested in politics because of Trump. Is it generally yeah. something that, that, that spikes your interest in an individual in a situation, or was it the situation itself? Uh, you know, at the time, it, I actually didn't follow till a few months after he was running, and uh, he was the one capturing all the news attention. So, was the entertainment you know, I, value? I, yeah, exactly. It was. So, you know, yeah, I didn't understand much of the difference between him and Rand Paul or Cruz or guys like that. But, you know, as we got further along and I studied it more and I followed it more, then, yeah, I found myself um, being more on the libertarian, uh, yeah. liberty-oriented side of I the party. That. That's our point. Mike, listen, you made my night. You really did. And I was a little 
dragged after being here from well, Paris. I've always wanted to tell you that, Sean, oh, because you're an important voice in this area, one of the few oh, true no. voices of opposition. We're not going to get it on any of the news stations, I guarantee you that. Please, Please love this guy. That'll get ego. you one free cigar at the Elmer oh, Cigar goodness. House. No, but listen, in all seriousness, how did I get this opportunity and, and, and why did I get this opportunity is because I spent, you know, really quite a while since Barack Obama was first nominated. I yeah. said, whoa, 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 you just nominated the one true believer in the crowd. And that, I, that was on another station when Proft and yeah. Bruce Wolf were there. And from that, you know, it, it, they came, uh, Dan came here and, and AM560 has been wonderful to me and offered me this opportunity. But there was a reason he I got that. stuck you with me. So, and then yeah. when Trump came out. I, I mean it, brother. I like a lot of Donald Trump stuff. I really do. I, I Listen, I'm, a, I'm an old man. When Trump was around in the 80s, brother, I had the whole thing, that tie to Trump tie. He was it in the 80s. He was making the deal. He was buying the land. That was before. That was the yeah. first real estate boom. Yeah. So, you know, I started to investigate him a little bit, and you started to realize, wait a minute, it's kind of like he wants to finance. It was that rich man. Remember that, right. that guy wrote the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah. And Everything they were telling the new generation was wrong. Yeah. It was about leveraging. It's about faking wealth. It's about borrowing money. And ultimately, yep. if things don't go your way, stiffing society. And my head's been on fire ever since. And when you had guys come out in the early 90s and support the Community Reinvestment Act, which was a fraud, which is a housing fraud. It's a, it's a finance swindle yeah. that benefits corrupt bankers giving loans to people who, in essence, are unaware of what it means. And it's about at the end when it fails, and that's always been the plan, is for us, the good people, to bail out the bad. And I, I lost friends during TARP. I rejected uh, uh, Bushonomics. I called George Bush a fraud for that. And that's when people started to get steam. Well, if those are your principles then you cannot support a concocted Keynesian economy, right. no matter who it is. Right. So that's my thing. And you know what? Trump is smart enough to listen to the people. I do have hope that he will start to see the ramifications, but we're late. I don't think it has anything no, to do it's... with smart enough. I don't think it has anything to do with hope. It has to do with image. If, if listening to the people and doing the will of the people is something that will get him, at least in his perspective, more liked, or uh, more appreciated, or have more people uh, have a friendly opinion of him, then that's what you will see. And that's going to be the benefit during this wall negotiation and the and the immigration issue is because we as citizens want this repaired. We also understand what it means to be compassionate. No one of any party has has a uh, a patent on compassion. We are the real compassionate ones. We are the one that are saying, let's give these people the opportunity, property rights, and freedom that America's built on. The socialists look at them as useful idiots. The Democrat looks at the illegal alien as a useful idiot, somebody who they can use and parade around to get more control, more power, and more welfare. When I say strip the welfare from the American and the illegal alien. It is the cancer that is destroying society. And I use as evidence our reality. And the fact is, what they spend all Sunday shows doing, and what they spend all newspapers and their, and their little dramas of their award shows doing, is painting you a false reality in which their policies that we know fail, and I don't just mean in the, in the state of Illinois, but I mean in the, all around the world, they fail. And all we need to do is get back to the fundamentals and principles that the people who support Trump are begging for. And we all want this fixed. There is no reason you can't have a streamlined path to citizenship. No reason. You should. Are you sick? Are you going to work? 
And are you going to be a, a benefit to America? Then come on in, baby. Are you going to come in and suck off the free welfare? Do you need free rent? Do you need free groceries? Do you need free health care? Then stay out. And by the way, take out the Americans that take advantage of that now. You get out too. And we'll all be better off because what this issue is really about is the destruction of welfare. It doesn't work. You want to be charitable? Set up private charities. And a guy like Bruce Rauner, who announced today he's going to go back into philanthropy. By the way, he's going to do it from Wyoming. He's going to go back into philanthropy. Yeah, It'll he's be not going to stay off. in Illinois. Did you see this? It was almost mind-boggling. Nice, uh, nice uh, ranch out there. He's got uh, a little bit of land. That 10,000 acres, some ridiculous <laughs> amount of acres. Are you crazy? That's enough to get along with your wife. Honey, go take the horse and get to the other side. See if the fence is fixed over there. And in the meantime... You were the governor of a state that is bankrupt. If you funge out Illinois' problems versus its assets, we're gone. We're bankrupt. And those who, who really do make Illinois go around, the earners, they're fleeing if they have an IQ over 60 and the ability to. If they're anchored by love and affection or their job or their situation, we're trapped. We're held prisoners. And you're about to be extorted to the tune you have no idea. Because J.B. Pritzker is licking his chops like he was at one of those Chinese all-you-can-eat four-hour buffets. Because he's insatiable when it comes to taxing you and controlling you, regulating, and, and really just seizing and watch the corruption spread. Because you know what's been quietly going on during uh, uh, Obama's administration, during Trump's two years? His sister is a land baron. She's been buying up apartment buildings and shill companies all across the state because she knows there's nothing better than guaranteed income. And all of these companies from his free Wi-Fi Internet scandal that's going to go from state to state, he owns the providers. They own the means of production. This is insider trading on steroids, and it's coming to you. This is the Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. Sean now at 312-642-5600. Are you eating ice cream? Absolutely. What are you, a 10-year-old girl? Are we at Kitty Land? You're on a tilt the world? What are you doing? It's a radio show. All right. Why does ice cream make me a girl? Ah, please. Men don't eat ice cream. I'm right. proving you wrong. Ah, apparently. Um, so one of the things that annoy me about Illinois are not just the socialist, corrupt, Chicago Democrat mafia showing off in front like a, uh, what's his name that just got indicted? Ed Burke with, yeah, Eddie with, Burke. with his $50,000 gold Rolex. You drink 4,000 bottles of Hennessy and they give it to you. Well, Out in the Viagra both, Triangle pretending to be a businessman. That's one thing. We both live in Cook County. Yes, right? we do. We both pay Cook County taxes. Elmwood Park. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm in North Lake. So, um... How many guns would Eddie Burke want you to have? None. Yeah. How many guns would Eddie Burke want me to have? He's walking around with uh, you. None. He'd want you in handcuffs. Yeah, that's true. He'd want me. Yeah. He'd want me as far away from him as possible. Here's the thing. My name's Sean. <laughs> He'd think I'm Irish. They'll let me in the Irish mob. I corrected you last week because you said in his office. Yeah. 
it turns out there were 23 guns in this office. Don't they ever haven't correct searched, me again. They haven't searched his home. Oh, can you imagine what's in his house? Oh, my goodness. Come on. They're talking about some of them in a display And this case. is the thing. And you know, you know McBeth, this Hilarious. is what I try to convey to the people. There is a reason Chicago Democrats are selling you socialism. And it's for the same reason that all socialism was sold by politicians. It makes them gods above you. So they can chant one thing while practicing another. And whether it's the guns owned by a fraud, fraud, like Ed Burke and his, and his wife, the jack-o'-lantern that she is, she's a judge on the Illinois Supreme Court. You think she got there because she was so good at law? Or do you think she's there because her husband is a 50-year alderman known Known as one of the most powerful in the history of Illinois. No, nah, it's coincidence. Oh, it's merely a coincidence. Of course. They're tooling around with a Bentley, just like the other lobbyist who was a hack. I forget the guy's Rigoliac? name. Rigoliac? Oh, he's Italian. Oh, no. Italian. oh uh, yeah, I know he's Jimmy D. About. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And, and, they're, and they're driving around. This guy, here's another guy. He, uh, he wants to go into the movie business. So instead of taking advantage of all of the Chicago existing movie studios and letting them or promoting them, he opens up another one with shill ownership in it, and they get a $30 million grant. Or how about uh, Coco Joe Moreno? Also, also a coincidence. Coco Joe Moreno, the alderman, who squeezed out that, that, uh, the bar that had the lease the double door. Yeah. Squeezed uh, was out. It, no, it wasn't the double door. Yeah, it's the double door. Positive. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Look it up. I'm, don't correct me again like the guns. You're wrong again. And not just because you got that Chewbacca t-shirt on. So the double door, he squeezes out a lease and makes it so that people cannot stay in business by changing, by really mopping, extorting the, the uh, laws of the district, his district, to make their lease null and void. They, he, they go out of business and the owner sells it. For three times what it was worth with, it, with their lease in business. And this is just the Chicago way, and we pretend, gee, I hope I get in on it. Oh, I can't say anything. My cousin's on the street department. I got an uncle that's a fireman. And nobody says a word, and you go on, and you wonder why you're in this calamity you call a state. And the idea now that J.B. Pritzker is going to bail it out, because that's what's coming. All of you pigeons that are not living in Chicago, you're going to bail out the Chicago corruption. And you know what's going to happen, Ed Burke? Absolutely nothing. He's a thousand years old. He's amassed hundreds of millions. He's a big deal. What's he going to go away for? He'll have an ankle bracelet on. Who's going to, who's going to put him in prison? His wife or one of her friends she's been having coffee with for the last 40 years? Well, so, it's the same behavior you could have put him in jail for at 50 years old. But now he's 70-something or whatever. And, it, and how, how long does the guy have? What are you going to do? Put him in jail for... He'll do what the pedophile Hassert, the Republican pedophile Hassert, how he's on trial, he's got the wheelchair, he's so sick. Well, where is he now? George Ryan was another one. He's doing jumping jacks. George Ryan, he was sick as a dog. He'll outlive us. Please, it's such a crock. And now, J.B. Pritzker's idea to save Illinois, to really make it benefit, is a statewide free Wi-Fi. As if we already don't have free Wi-Fi. Because if you're on a snap card, you get your cell phone for a saw buck a month, and you get your Wi-Fi for $5 a month. So I, this, I remember this being a scandal in the late 90s, the Chicago Wi-Fi scam. You remember this, Macbeth? And they got some... I do vaguely. That's why some of the dailies go out to California. Right. Because they get in on these phony baloney internet companies yeah. that all of a sudden get these mystical, magical contracts well, with they Chicago. Get, they get credit, yeah. and then they get funding, and then they get contracts, and then they yeah. provide the minimum service due for those contracts, and then they go out of business. Yeah. 
Or if they if they're that that guy who murdered the ninety pound weakling on Rush Street. Remember the nephew, the big bald slob. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you say that, but anybody can die from a punch in the face. I mean, he punched the guy in the face. The guy hit his head and he died. The guy was two hundred and seventy pounds. The kid he punched was ninety. Right. I've, and what was, I'm two hundred and seventy five pounds. I've punched a ninety pound guy before. So and yeah. he didn't die. Listen, I don't want to know so about I, your nights at the Bijou. Be I'm more interested <laughs> in the fact he goes and works for I Rahm Emanuel's brother yeah. out in California, and we right? pretend he's a businessman. And, and you don't hear anything Please. about that. You're not but, going to either. So I pulled up this article, and the article is fascinating. I actually had you pull it up. Yes. And it's from the Huffington Post. Of all places. Which is a reputed socialist rag, right? And you know what it has in there? The fact that Americans, all of us, since 19, from 1992 to 2014, per household, we've paid between four and 5000 for free Wi-Fi. And that's coming to a state near you if you're in Illinois. They just keep doing the same scams, and we keep shoveling the money out. This is the Liberty Hour. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. It'll play, maybe. You've expressed regret for having uh, not accepted small victories in this first term. Uh, Tell me the the things you think you could have done that you might be able to do in a second term. Okay. Well, it's important (laughs) to be clear. Uh, My regret is not getting more done. You, you got nothing got, done. Our state is so broken, so corrupt, so failing. We've got to get a tremendous <laughs> amount done. But what it takes is oh, persistence. What we can never do is give up. Just say, okay, you know what? We didn't get enough done. Let's raise taxes. I'll stipulate and that. Okay. So, what are the small victories that you should have accepted? So, so one of the one of the things that uh, we, we had agreement on was to do the Democrats' version of pension reform, a consideration model that would have saved a billion at the state level, a billion at the local level. Ooh, a billion. It Ooh. wasn't what I wanted. I wanted two billion in each category. Um, But I agreed with um, some of the Democrats in the General Assembly to do it. In the end, I believe Mike Madigan undermined that. The state's deficit is 15, I think it's 15.7 billion. So two trillion helps. Two billion is is not. (laughs) Two billion, I mean billion. Oh, Oh, my word. Goodness. And you know something? I've never been more proud of not supporting this fraud. Not only did I spot him as the Trojan horse, the Democrat Trojan horse of failure four years ago. Yeah. I called exactly what he was this term. And you know what he did? He ran around with his checkbook and he bought loyalty. Yeah. And you know the shame of it is? These Illinois Republicans, not all of them, 90% of them. They stepped and they fetched because seven foot is stupid was going to cut you a check. So they proved they have no dignity. So what that shows you is that Illinois has a handful of decent politicians that are still fighting for it. Because later on in Flannery, and I should have his name. I, I, I have to admit I don't have his name. Who? The kid who was on Flannery, the new Barack Obama. Oh. Yeah, and what it got know. me thinking is that we are, in all essence, I've said this before, we are re-arguing the Enlightenment period. Because what you're having take place is that we are admitting and agreeing to a pick-and-choose socialism by our elected politicians who we know are corrupt. We know that they're on the take, that it's a pay-to-play state. Yeah, it's no secret. And we are giving them more and more power over us. And you've got J.B. Pritzker coming in, who went 
from really the 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 I want to say the pimp of the prostitution to now in charge of the govern the, really the highest seat in the state of Illinois who knows all of these politicians. I sent you a clip. I know we had a problem with the system. What do you want? And it was, I don't, I don't think you have it. It was, it was when he was on the phone with Blagojevich. Oh, and Blagojevich, yeah, I probably got that somewhere in here. But Blagojevich is saying 10 million, 15 million, 20 million. JB can get me that money. JB can get me that money, and JB wants to be the senator. Yeah. But don't I, say I, anything about it, he I, said. I don't have that clip. It was from the FBI it. surveillance right. tapes. Correct. And the people of Illinois... The Democrats of Illinois, because of money, you ignored all you knew. You ignored right and wrong, and you said, yes, he bought the state of Illinois, and now he's in charge. And he's in charge. He gets swears in the office, and it's tomorrow he's going to take over. And he's telling you. Well, you notice he's the good guy, too, right? He's doubling people's salaries out of his own. He's doubling executive salaries. His chief of staff makes 300000 a year. Right. It was, it was 148 and he's paying him another 150 so now it's $300,000. Uh, what's he doing for the... Uh you know, is he, if he's forking some of the money over to the guys who have to do the driving test of the DMV? That's, that's with your lives. money. That's with your money. See, he tips people, right. and he pays people with other people's money. Right. Because J.B. Pritzker, I don't know him. Maybe he's a wonderful guy. The nice thing is he's probably never going to steal my machine at the health club. The one thing is that... <laughs> he's also never going to wipe it off. He's though, never he spent his own money. His entire life is well, on someone time, else's dime. This time, supposedly, he's doubling these people's salaries out of his own pocket. But here's the he thing. He doesn't have a pocket. But that's his grandfather's the money. They say, they say, this is to uh, attract the top talent for those positions. He's already filled those positions. You don't his, have to attract someone for a job that somebody already holds. You know, even, even and, and you break this out to the national scale, we're arguing reality with these people you yeah. realize that yeah they live in an alternative universe where the reality that we all live right. doesn't touch them yeah okay? something bad happens a year or two passes it never jb pritzker has never worried the way the people who listen to this radio station the people who don't listen to this radio station the the 99 that everyone talks about he's never lived a minute in their shoe so everything he's done he's it's been somebody else's work and labor and 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 their reward that has you know, been the catalyst of his life. So now he's going to take it to a statewide level where he's going to pick and choose the virtuous and they're going to be the ones who get the benefits at the cost of of all the workers because you can only tax workers. And and honestly, long-term, especially state workers. Of course. The people who the Democratic Party is saying, no, no, we're protecting these people's pensions. We're protecting... No, you are dooming these pension systems. And he is a third-generation tax maestro from his grandfather and they're 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 magicians at circumventing onerous taxation right he's all set up ladies and gentlemen his his trust funds in the caymans his swiss money he doesn't have to do anything now if he would just apply that to the rest of us that would be fine if he would find a way to reduce the tax vote on everybody that would be fine but it's not going to be I'm too distracted. He's, I get. He's, he's I go too, to the Caymans. I'm not going to banks. I'm on the beach. I'm looking at thongs. I can't focus on banking. That's not an appropriate uh, thing to say on these airwaves. You sure? Yeah, Especially maybe. when you mentioned Rauner's wife like minutes know. ago. We're that's talking about J.B. Pritzker. I don't want to hear about thongs. Oh, J.B. Pritzker Good guaranteed grief. to have a thong on. He might have started out in no. boxers, but it's a thong tonight. Believe me. All right. You could sympathize with this, that. This didn't go well. All right. Give me the other. You have more flattery? No, we got no time. Oh, all right. We'll be back. We got we'll time. If you're on the line, stay on the line. I'm going to only take calls if you're on the line. Uh, 312-642-5600. Freedom! 
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. All right, so the reason I find this so disturbing is that... What, what do you find disturbing? The, Illinois, the, the situation of Illinois okay. and the future of Illinois. It isn't because... to J.B. Not just J.B., but me and you, brother. Because here's the thing. The, the people in the know... I still in, have toilets in my house. But the people in the know, the people who manage the funds, the people who invest in the real estate, the people who are aware what a detriment it is to have a state that is bankrupt, to know that what's on the horizon are more taxes and less wealth for the, for the citizens of the state. And fewer services. And fewer honest. services. They're already positioned themselves to leave. Some of us... Now, I could leave myself. But my wife isn't going to leave. Right. So the only way that I leave is how I do it now, where I separate myself from my family, right? And I get my wife doesn't want to leave. Her parents are and They're wonderful. I love sure. them to death. Put bump in your mic stand. And um, that's, that's the majority of Illinoisans. Yeah. They can't leave. We're still, we have got family here. We've got right. a job here. We've got, yeah. And then there's the other reason people can't leave. It's that the policies they've implemented so far have destroyed your real asset, your home. Yeah. And I was telling you this. I go down there and I, I'm busy for those five days. I've got five or six clients and we're showing property. And as you go through the property, there's a sign-in sheet, in particular when you're selling condominiums, right? So there's a sign-in sheet to get through the door. And you look at the sheet and you look at the tens, if not 20, just constant real estate brokers, constant people in line to buy property. You call a broker, you say, hey, I think I'm interested in putting an offer in on this condo. Well, we already got two offers, so you know, I just want you to be. I mean, it's it's such a vibe of, of, a, of a thriving real estate and just economic state in Florida. Not the case here? That it makes you say, it's a shame <laughs> because all those people on the road, they share the same problem I have. Not everybody's in on the scam. Right. In fact, the vast majority of us are, are not. not in on the scam. Correct. We're just the ones funding the scam. And you look at all these people who are worried about their kids and you realize the whole platform is going to be just taking more of what those people could use for their family. And you realize we are literally re-arguing what America, what liberty, what freedom, and what property is. We're, we have to constantly do this yeah. as we watch our only option become Venezuela tomorrow or Venezuela in three years. Correct. But Venezuela's coming. Yeah, and, and now that it's been over 100 years since the rise of communism... Um, it is as if the last hundred years did not happen. And then when we have you learned see, no lessons. When you we see, have seen no results. When you see this young kid get on Flannery, he's a state senator. Yeah. This is not just a run-of-the-mill guy. And he's Look, saying... Illinois state senator is never going anywhere. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> and he's saying it takes a village. And I look around and you see, does it really take a village? And the, Not and the, ideally, no. What you realize is, what, why does it take a village? Because it has, there's, their laws and their failure has enslaved us into, I mean, to each other. We are now servants to the public sector. Right. They, they are better than us. Just listen to the Illinois politician. It takes a village because they have removed the ability of the individual and the, in a large, uh, large camp. And in one of the clips we couldn't play, Rauner said how he was making strives. Yeah. And achievements toward the public sector pension. Not only that, but he what said are you that. Talking uh, about? Yeah, he said that. Uh, well, that was the clip that we did play. Oh, did you play it? Yeah, that, that he was talking about the one billion. He wanted two billion. It's not enough. But they're fifteen point six billion this year. 
just you, this year. And you've taxed our property yeah. to pay for these failed, corrupt school systems. And if you keep taxing it more, those property values it's are going to get dropped. And the word if, you can drop it. Because they're telling you they're going to tax it it's more. Right. And now you're going to tax us for pensions that the working man will never get. You're never going to get a guaranteed payout that no, is going to have a cost of living increase no. out of magic. If you're 28 and you work for the state right now, get a backup plan. And all of these money bundlers who are rounders in her circle and Rahm Emanuel's in her circle, they've made a fortune selling this lie and this scam. And none of these Pritzker policies or the Chicago Democrats are going to address it. It's only going to make them richer and you poorer. Yep. So call Liberty Real Estate Services. Cheap plug at the end of the show. When's your podcast? My podcast is Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Look what you did. Right on our website there at 560 The Answer. 560 The Answer. I'll be back then, and we'll be back next Sunday night. Thank you for listening. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.